Welcome to the Every Day is Saturday podcast. The number one motivation show on the planet. No more Mondays for you. It's time to make every day Saturday. This is the podcast where we help you to accept who you are, not where you are. On the roller coaster of life, you know we only sit in the front seat champion. So make sure you are fastened in Let's go. Tired of feeling run down all the time during the week? We can help you make every day feel like it's a Saturday. Let's go pack your bags. It's time to leave Averageville. Introducing the man who thinks abnormal stands for above normal. When you're on fire, people will travel from miles around to watch you burn, baby. We are fired up. The host of the Every Day is Saturday show, Sam Crowley. Hello, Jamie. Welcome back to Every Day Saturday podcast. We're going to talk about the gap between point A and point B. Ooh, it sounds so scientific. Well, you know, your boy is a little bit of a scientist, and uh, don't let the whole college dropout thing throw you, you know. I've been known, I've been known to say a couple of intelligent things before. Hey, before we get started, if you'd like to work together one-on-one, make sure you book a call with me, yours truly. Go to launchwithsam.com, launchwithsam.com. And let's talk about um, your desired situation, where you want to go, and, well, anybody's desired situation as opposed to their current situation. So we all have it, you know, whether it's, uh, you know, I want to lose 100 pounds or I want to learn how to be a social media manager or I want to learn how to cure addiction or whatever that looks like. Okay, current situation, desired situation. So I'll give you an example. Uh, 20 years ago, my current situation at the time was corporate slave, and I was in a job. You know, I was in a job, and my desired situation was I wanted to pull the ripcord. I mean, I wanted to just jump. I wanted to get out, and here's the problem. The difference between that current situation I was in and the desired situation where I wanted to be, there was a gap there. And we call that the pain gap. Okay, that's the that's the pain we all experience between our current situation and our desired situation. Okay, so some people again, you know, if you're out of out of shape, guys out there, maybe you got you know you're 45, you got the dad bod, and you're like, man, I was in the best shape of my life at 32. I got to get back. Well, that's the desired situation is getting back in shape or getting in shape for the first time. Either way, and there's that pain. And so, what does that pain represent? Well, for me, the pain was I had no idea. Like, okay, great. Um, I want to be in charge of my schedule. I don't want to be beholden to anybody. I don't want to have to use up my three weeks of, you know, vacation time and two weeks of sick time and a floating holiday or whatever the crap that is. You know, I just, I want to be free. Maybe I want to work 30 days in a row and take six months off. I mean, I just wanted to be free, but I had no idea where to start. And so that was my pain gap right there. That gap between my current situation and my desired situation I also was very, um, I'm trying to think of the right word. I, I, I got it. I, I knew it wasn't going to happen in, you know, three weeks. I was very aware. I guess that's where I was very aware. I didn't have, you know, these uh, rose-colored glasses on thinking, oh, I'm going to get into internet marketing and make 100 grand a month in my first 30 days. No, I was willing to take, have it take a few years. I mean, here's the thing. I didn't want to give 40 years of my life away to a company, my God, five days a week, I was willing to give four years of my life away to go learn something that would benefit me for a lifetime. Sure, that seemed, hey, 10% of the investment, I'm, I'm all in, you know? So that pain gap was I didn't have any momentum going. So the one thing I needed was I needed momentum. I needed, and more than momentum, I needed the mindset. 
Because keep in mind, all I've ever done in my life is just take orders from a supervisor. Hey, go here, do that, do this, do that. Now, in sales, it's a little better because you have a little bit of creativity. You go on sales calls. Your manager isn't there, you know, unless you're doing a ride-along. But your manager isn't there saying, say this, say that, do this, say that. You know, do this and do that and blah, blah, blah. And I think it's gotten much worse in corporate America, much, much worse. I mean, you have all the wokesters out there, and everybody's offended. And, I mean, it is. Just, there's, I would last 30 seconds in corporate America if I had to go back. 30 seconds I would be fired because I wouldn't put up with any of that politically correct crap ever. I never did, but it was never this bad. But anyway, I digress. I needed momentum, and I needed to figure out you know, a way – to just get some momentum because I knew that, you know, the old Newton's law, things are in motion, tend to stay in motion. I knew if I went and got the knowledge, that would be good, but it wouldn't be good enough. And there really wasn't, YouTube wasn't around, Facebook wasn't around, nothing like that. So the internet was barely, I mean, that really wasn't a resource. It kind of was, but certainly, I mean, we're talking 20 years ago, it might as well be 300 years ago in internet years, you know? So I had to kind of figure this stuff out. And what I ne- needed the most was mindset. I needed to start thinking like an entrepreneur would think, a business owner would think. I put it this way, a non-employee. And that was huge. I mean, that that gap right there, that pain gap of learning to, t- to try to unlearn what uh, how an employee thinks is one like that's that's a feat in and of itself. You have to unlearn a system that you've been in for the past, well, I mean, I had a paper out when I was 13 years old, so, you know, I was taking orders then. That was actually a really good deal. And I made a lot of money in my paper out. Bought a moped when I was 13. Suzuki FA50. Believe that? Bopping around Bradford, PA in a Suzuki FA50 back in 1981. (laughs) That's pretty awesome. But let's take in, you know, at least 15 years from ages 22 to 37. I'd just been taking orders and go all the way back to I was 13. Add another eight years to that. But by and large, I had to unlearn all of that. So the first thing you're going to have to do is unlearn a lot of the stuff that you've been taught, the way the world works, you know? to get through that pain gap and to start, all you're trying to get right now is momentum. All right, so whatever your current situation is, you're not even thinking about going all the way to the other end of the spectrum to your desired situation. You're worried about, not worried, you're excited about, the opposite of worried. You're excited about creating momentum, okay? So you're going to create momentum. How are you going to do it? You're going to change your mindset, all right? So what I did is I started thinking, well, what, how would an entrepreneur think? Like, they don't get health insurance. They don't have a 401k. How do they do it? Why, why don't they look at credit card debt as a bad thing, for example? Because I went to an entrepreneurial seminar, like, get all the credit cards you can get. I'm like, whoa, hey, hold on a minute here, guys. I don't think you know what I know. Credit card debt is bad. And I'm like, dude, you got to change your thinking. Credit cards are like a loaded weapon. They can be used for good, and they can be used for not so good. Yeah, if you're going to go buy TVs or spend your vacation and airfare and all that stuff, so, yeah, then don't. You should never have a credit card. Because you're dumb, okay? You're ignorant at how money works in credit. But if you're going to use credit cards in the right way to help fund projects in your business and invest in assets and not liabilities and go get as much credit card limit as you possibly can, you're not going to abuse it. You'll be fine. So I had to really learn these techniques that entrepreneurs were, were teaching so I could just do one thing, and that's to gain momentum. And I needed the mindset so much. I keep coming back to that because... Everybody comes to my seminars or they'll listen to a video or a podcast because they want to know, hey, give me how, you know, how to build a funnel and how to do a video and a podcast and how to make money on the internet and how to get cash coming in 24-7 even when you sleep. And I want to speak on a big stage and teach me how. Hey, I could teach you all that. Matter of fact, that's easy. That's that stuff's just on Google. You can do that. What you're gonna get tripped up on and fail like ninety-nine percent of the people do. 
is you're going to get tripped up on the mindset, you know? Things aren't going to go your way right out of the gate in the first, you know, week or month or something like that. And then what are you going to do? How are you going to react, you know? What are you going to do when somebody takes a shot at you online because you decide to play big? What are you going to do when your friends and family and relatives start mocking you or making fun of you or start that you've changed? You've changed. What are you going to do? You know, what are you going to do when you're sitting there and the bills are still coming in, but the money isn't coming in yet? Do you have faith? Can you even see it through the past three, through, see it through for three months? Do you have faith that it's going to work out? Or is this something where you're just going to like cut bait and run? Like I wanted to do a thousand times when I first got started. You know, oh my God, I quit my job. There's no money coming in. Help. You know, I, I was panicked beyond belief. Man, I can't even tell you, I was so stressed out. I lost like 20 pounds. When I first left left my job, because there was no money coming in, all the money was going out, and I'm like, "Hey, uh, what are we doing? Uh, <laughs> what's going on?" And then I stayed with it, and I'm telling you, man, you have got to stay with this plan. You know, it's it's in your it's in your heart for a reason, it's in your mind for a reason. So how are you gonna make money? Well, that's the part that you figure out how to do. There's ways to make money. I know if you want to be a speaker, the easiest way. So those of you men and women out there that are like, I want to be a professional speaker. I want to go to, I want to go to, uh, oh God, Toastmasters. Don't do Toastmasters. Just don't do it. Look, Toastmasters is great if you want to learn how to do icebreakers and, you know, speak and, you know, five minutes, 20. If, if you want to speak at the Rotary Club or something, fine. You know, if you have no other way to get speaking experience, then yeah, join Toastmasters. But if you want to make money as a speaker, that's the last thing that's ever going to make you money as a speaker. It's just not. There's no. That's not what Toastmasters is a great organization. I know a ton of people that have been through it. It's been very valuable for people who have complete stage fright and have no idea how to get up in front of somebody. That's great. I'm talking about for the individual that wants to make six to seven figures as a speaker. Okay, you got to get up there and give a roaring speech that motivates and inspires, but also moves the needle and gets people to buy your product or a product or some way to invest when they're done seeing your presentation. And I've taught a lot of speakers who had absolutely zero experience to just hold a, you know, a quick get together with five or 10 people. And they brought 7,500 bucks out of the room in an hour. That's just with five or 10 people. You know, imagine we could do with a hundred, 200, 400, 500 people in a room, 10 people, you should make minimum five grand just from giving an hour presentation. I mean, it's very simple to do, but, you know, if you don't have the information, again, you just, you're, you're, you're never, because you're listening to all these other people are like, oh, yeah, if you want to be a speaker, join Toastmasters and do that. No. If you want to make money as a speaker, you get a product, you build a list, you get people to that list, or you get people somehow to that page. What do, what, what do I do? I send people to my coaching page when they're ready. You know who shows up at my page at launchwithsam.com? Almost 100% of the people that go to that page, almost. Start as a client. Come on board as a client, you know, as opposed to people who come through my Facebook ad funnel, which costs me tens of thousands of dollars a month, that book calls, and I cancel 90% of those because the answers on the questionnaire are just garbage, you know? doesn't mean the person's garbage. The answers are garbage, you know? Um, I, have you ever made money before? No. What's your expectation? 100 grand a month. Goodbye. Stupid. That's not even a real answer. See what I mean? So all of this to say, what is your current state? And what's your desired state? Where do you want to go? Where do you want to be? And how are you going to at least take the first step to create any kind of momentum? What are you going to do? Because that's important. That's the pain gap. And by the way, if you're in the coaching business like I am, that gap in between, that gap of pain that people are feeling between the current and desired state, that's where you make the money. 
because you, as a consultant, give them the result. You give them the advice on how to get the result. You can't get a result for anybody. I can't go do a gym workout for somebody. I say I will launch my podcast for you. You still have to speak. I mean, if it were me speaking, it would be my podcast. You know what I mean? So as a consultant, if you're a coach, consultant, someone who likes to make money by giving advice to other people, you make money in the pain gap. Pain gap right there between the current state and the desired state. And when you clearly understand beyond a shadow of a doubt what that result is that you provide, and this is the big part, you can articulate that in a very simple way, now you're off to a seven-figure business. Those two things, understand the pain and be able to articulate the result you deliver in a very simple way, you're off to a seven-figure business. Hands down, hands down. I'm telling you. So do that. Work within that pain gap, not only with yourself, but if you're in this coaching business. And if you're a speaker, put together a presentation that addresses that gap between the current desired situation. Guys, this is all good stuff. It's what we teach on. It's what I work with people one-on-one to get that result. And that's it. I mean, that's if you don't understand the result you provide and you don't have a message that you can simply articulate that people get right away, we need to work together. All right? So I expect to see you on my calendar, launchwithsam.com. Let's go. Let's have a day today, all right? Have the best day ever. And that's a wrap. Another Everyday Saturday podcast in the books. Thanks so much for listening. Would you do your boy a favor? Would you get on iTunes or wherever you listen to the Everyday Saturday podcast and leave a rating for the show? It helps amazing people like you find the show faster. And that's what I'm looking for, amazing people like you. Hey, I'm always hanging out on the interwebs. You can check me out on Instagram, at Everyday is Saturday. Let me know you're listening to the show. Love, 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 love hearing from fans of the Everyday Saturday podcast. And one last thing, when you're ready to launch, get on my calendar, go to launchwithsam.com. You and I are going to work together to set rocket fuel to your dream. Are you ready? Let's do it. I'll see you on the next Everyday is Saturday podcast.